is Scott Stevenson, better known, Steph, as? The Silver Dollar Man. The Silver Dollar Man. I'm here with my partner in crime, Stephanie Scholl. Steph, and who do we have today? So we have a stunning loan officer for you guys, Mark Enzyme. He's with Security Home Mortgage. Mark, tell us a little bit. You are a Perry, Utah boy, right? You grew up yes. in Perry, Utah. How yes. was it growing up Where in Where the heck town? is Perry, Utah? <laughs> you ever heard of Maddox? Uh, should I say Maddox I'm from the East Coast? Steakhouse? I don't know anything. <laughs> Maddox so, Ranch House. <laughs> Maddox Steakhouse. It's this, I just so wanna, Perry... Mark's probably not impressed with you that you don't know Maddox. <laughs> no, I, I am because <laughs> now I can tell. So Perry, it's it's a little town nestled between Willard, Utah, another tiny little town. A little more hick, I will say. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Brigham City, Utah. Oh, well, so I know Box Brigham Elder City County. Oh, it's about, oh, okay. an, hour, about an hour north of hour here. North. And Brigham City is right between Logan and Ogden. Okay, so. I got it. And it's a little kind of a rural community. I think when I was growing up there, there was maybe two to 3,000 people, and it's it's grown quite a bit. The main thing that feeds that area up there has been Thiokol, but um, people love living up there. It's kind of rural, a little bit of farmy. Um, lots of fruit stands. Lots of oh yes, famous for the fruit. They have they're world famous for their peaches up in Brigham City area. They wow. have a celebration called Peach Days. Fun fact: my dad, who he, he's not he's passed, but he was a big time runner back in the day. Mm. He ran marathons and things like that, and he founded the Peach Days 10K road race, which still goes oh, to this day. Oh, cool. that's awesome. Anyway, yeah, Perry, nice little town. Well, so what are you doing here in Salt Lake? So when I, I grew up in Perry, um, after I got back from an LDS mission, I was 24 when I went on my mission. I was 26, I got back, and I stayed up with my parents for a couple months uh, just to you know get my, my shopping done and, and my head straight, and then I was down in Salt Lake going to school at the LDS Business College, mm-hmm. which is now known as Ensign College. Oh, hey, yeah. how about that? Uh-huh. <laughs> they named it after you, you were so impressive. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <And you> might <laughs> right. So I, I went to school for about a year there, and then I transferred up to the University of Utah. You know, wanted to get into a bigger uh, sphere there and expand my options. And I lasted at the University of Utah for one. I did one semester, <laughs> one class at the U before I, I just thought, you know, this is, I got to just work. I got to support myself. I don't want to ever need assistance from my mom or dad. So I got to work. And then um, in that meantime, though, I worked for GNC. That's what kind of mm-hmm. snatched me out of college. I was doing college and started working part-time at GNC doing sales for supplements and health, like the health kind of stuff. Um, you know, I was into fitness and that was a big passion of mine. It always kind of has been. And they quickly promoted me into a manager position. Um, there was opportunity there. And I, I drove from Salt Lake City to Draper to work. And I managed the one on 123, 123rd South, that GNC there. I was at that store for about a year and a half. And then I got promoted again 
to senior store manager, which is like you're the manager of your store. So you're hiring, you're, you're cleaning the toilet, you're training, you're <laughs> selling, you know, you're, you're doing all that team building. And then you're in charge of other managers too. So you just help facilitate their contact with your higher up manager. And so I was the inter intermediary between the, the big boss and then all the other bosses. And that was a really great experience. So I did that for four years. And then I went into car sales. <laughs> I just, I, you know, life is a progress, hopefully, it sure for is. everybody. And, yes, absolutely. And for me, it was like, it was a sales progress for yeah. most of it. So, like, I've done sales jobs prior to my mission. I went on the mission, got back, did the GNC sales thing, and then got into car sales with Carl Malone Toyota and did that for a year and a half. That was to prepare me to go to Mercedes where I sold cars for about nine months before COVID happened. And then COVID happened. They laid 30% off of the employees at Larry Miller. And, uh, and I got to go and travel around for the next like uh, eight or nine months. I drove around, I explored, I did all the vacations that I had not done <laughs> while I slaved away at a retail job yeah. and didn't do anything fun. So it was it was really nice that that time for me. I, I traveled, I went around and while the whole country kind of shut down, I, I, I kind of got one with God and uh, went to the Redwoods and things like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Would you come out of that with a good experience? Really good. Oh, yeah, that's really good. It was, it recharged my batteries. I feel yeah. like, um, and <clears throat> so I come from a really strong family situation where, mm -hmm. so my dad, uh, um, He's got a little bit of a smaller family. He's got a brother and sister and not a lot of cousins over there. Uh, my mom's side is a little different. She grew up in Huntsville area in the Ogden Valley, actually a town called Liberty, Utah. Beautiful, you know, by Eden. And mm -hmm. you guys familiar with that place? Scott's sure. nodding like he knows it, but he was like, I'm <laughs> You've been to Powder Mountain? Yeah. I've never been to Snow Basin. Uh, I haven't been anywhere. I've been basically in Salt Lake for the last couple of years. <laughs> okay. Well, you're, you're kind of like, you're an out of town. Scott's counter. looking for someone to show him and his wife Vicky around to yeah. all these spots. Okay. So I haven't even practically left the house. I got wow. here in Utah. And do you want a chauffeur? Can I be? <laughs> We could even Possibly. like what we could do is we could do a recording like so that you don't even have to listen to me. We could do a I could make a recording. You guys could sit in the back two seats. I'll show go. you know put your headphones on. You can listen to that tour guide music and the little yeah. There you go. And I'll tour you around. We, we definitely can tell we got an entrepreneur on here. Right? <laughs> so how'd that end up going into real estate? Yeah. When yeah. So my family is there. We are the Shoops. Okay. So I'm Mark Shoop Ensign. The Shoops are. A uh, pretty big family grew up on that farm, like a dairy farm up in that valley. They were the last family to run a dairy farm in that valley and before they sold their farm. Okay. So <clears throat> my uncle, oh, okay, a little bit back, a little bit up. My mom, I think she's got, she's got four or five siblings and all girls except for one boy. The boy took over the, Tommy he took over the farm so that's my uncle and he wrote he carried that dairy farm on his shoulders for a lot of years before they finally sold it um but that's where my mom grew up small little uh town up there one of the sisters' son is james roberts and his twin jonathan roberts so let me let me rephrase that so my mom's 
second oldest sister had twins and two of those twin like two of her kids is James and Jonathan Roberts and they are loan officers they've been loan officers for about 20 years and they're absolutely phenomenal guys like really just salt of the earth good people and sharp and um you know good values uh smart so they've been doing loan officing loan officer stuff for about 20 years and we we used to go on these campouts every single year with that side of the family and so we were pretty connected that way mm-hmm. uh, i was lucky to have that kind of a situation with tons of different cousins and we're all very close and um you know for the most part but we went on these campouts every single year and we like to go to the uinas go fishing hiking that's kind of the, the majority of what we do and james and jonathan were up at the camp out that summer and i went there was not a lot of our family there because of the covid thing but james and john and i we hiked up to red castle lakes you ever been up in the uns <laughs> he hasn't Steph? been anywhere yeah I, but I used to work in the uns so oh you yeah. did yeah where <laughs> um, ymca camp rogers shout out never heard it was of that the best summer ever but anyways, really so you guys That's were on cool. you guys were on a hike yeah so red castle lakes is like that if you want a really really great experience go up to china meadows is where Are you, you want to go uh yeah well i've got it on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> doesn't need to but <laughs> You got to go check this out. So Red Castle or China Meadows is where you want to park and that's the trailhead and the campsites. But then you can hike. I think it's, it might even be, it's between nine and 10 miles of a hike to these lakes and they're called the Red Castle Lakes. And there's Mm -hmm. this giant rock situation up there called Red Castle. And it is just gorgeous. It's breathtakingly gorgeous. I would say it's similar to like a Zion kind of rock mountain yeah. sitting out there in the middle of the UNS, and uh, we hiked up there and we do day hikes like we don't camp out up there and a lot of people will hike in and then camp fish take a few days or whatever yeah. and then come back but every single time i've been up to red castle lakes we do it all in one day <laughs> so you're doing probably 20 miles you know of hiking Bang. and uh so we went up there and, and they just that's basically where it all started as far as the real estate goes and it's been seriously the best. Like I, well, I, so what did they talk to you about it or what? I mean, you know, so they're like loan I officers. Been, yeah, they're loan officers, and they're they're like very very successful. And and I don't really know this, you know, at this yeah. time. I, I know that I know it, but I don't know what that means right. or mm-hmm. how far that goes. And so James was talking to me, and uh, uh, even to backtrack, a couple campouts before he had he'd approach me and say, Hey, if you ever want to get into real estate, like I'll get you in. And I said, well, I need to learn cars. Like I, I need to progress to that point. I mm-hmm. don't want to just, I, I got to get good at what I'm doing here with Toyota. And I did, you know, good enough there and then moved into the Mercedes position, which was really, really good. I mean, that was pivotal for me. I think working there at Mercedes here in Draper, Utah. And, um, that inspired me in so many ways. Like the people there, they're, and the cars, 
the cars are amazing. Like I, I will never stop selling Mercedes. <laughs> Just I'm glad because. to know that because we have Mercedes. My wife. Do you? Yeah. You know, the first car ever patented was a, a gasoline automobile was a Mercedes Benz in 1886. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no one really does. And I wouldn't have known that unless I worked there. But, um, so they, they talked to me and, and they sort of recruited me, um, asked me, you know, sell me something, you know, they, you know the the general and normal sales interview is sell me something and and then they'll critique like how you do that and that's sort of how it started i felt like it would be a good for me um to to get into the cars do good at that and then if i could get into real estate then awesome and it worked out that way and it's been great so fabulous yeah so that you pivoted from that, so you just made a decision how long ago? Year so ago? So this was back in probably July or August mm-hmm. that we were on this this hike and it took me, you know, a few months study for that that loan officer test and you gotta pass that. Once I passed that I got hired on and I was I actually started in I got I think I passed the test in November, I started in uh, December. Mm-hmm. So it's so always right coming up a year. Yeah, that first year is always the hardest. So yeah. did you start at like the company that they were at, or did you? Yes. So yeah. So Security Home Mortgage. We've been in business since 1999. The headquarters is in Orem, Utah. Just amazing group of individuals there. I'm so grateful for all of them. Um, like one of the, like one of my bosses, John Chamberlain. I he he's really high up in the company he sent us an email the other day and it said at the end it said john chamberlain your humble servant and i'm just like wow that is an amazing man right there mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so yeah i started with security home mortgage um there's an orem office there's a lehigh branch which james runs and then there's a tree like a tremont northern utah office that jonathan runs um james brother and we've got some other little i think uh some people are doing some stuff down in south jordan area there's a little kind of organization there too so we've got multiple spots we're growing we've grown a ton so i'm assuming that you have access to a lot of knowledge exactly i mean even though you're fairly new yeah oh definitely in fact speaking of mercedes you know i've told the story before steph so don't stop me if you've if you've heard it before but not more than a year ago we bought a mercedes my wife and i went out to buy a mercedes and the salesman he was a young kid he didn't know he, he didn't know anything yeah but he said he didn't know anything and when i'd ask him a question he didn't try to just pull the wool over my eyes which he wouldn't have done but instead he said i don't know the answer to that but i know who does that's beautiful and so when we uh, ended up going back to the um um dealership he he got out the guy who had experience in between the two of them i bought the car even though i knew that he was inexperienced i knew that he was smart enough to know that you use the people around you when you first start out yes yes and that's that's something that i learned i mean we've all had to learn that one right yeah it's so much better and how much better is it to find a salesman that actually will take the time to care about you even if they don't know the answer to help provide the good information so you can make that good decision so yes i'm surrounded by that like coming into the security home mortgage uh, i'm in the lehigh office and being surrounded by people who are willing to teach and coach you has been awesome um and i would say probably absolutely necessary you know if it wasn't for my mentors and the people that i can rely on they're just it wouldn't 
nothing would, I wouldn't be here right now and I wouldn't be praising real estate. So I guess one thing I want to say is that I was, I'm 34. I've been in real estate for almost a year and I feel not gypped, but if only I would have known this stuff 15 yeah. years ago. Right. You know what I mean? Like it would have just changed the whole course of everything. So I love trying to connect with young people, <laughs> try to get them into real estate, at least to get them the knowledge because it's such a powerful avenue yeah. or vehicle that we can drive for our futures. So what are some of these tips that you try to like impart on the younger generation? To learn. To learn. <laughs> yeah. Find some people in the real estate field, whether it's realtors, loan officers, title officers, anything. If you can just learn and learn from people who have a decent understanding of it, then it's going to benefit you because I feel like every step of my sales journey has been a step up the ladder, almost of like a hierarchy of, of value. And real estate is something that it it basically applies to everyone you know some people are going to want a mercedes some people are but some people don't want a car some people don't want a house i guess but for the most part we all need a place to live whether sure. that's an apartment or a house but if we can you know if you have a dream to buy a house and own your own space and not just pay rent and and throw the money away so to speak or just contribute it to someone else you can actually grow your life and and your future. So I think with real estate, just get involved in it and start learning about it. Know what it takes to buy a house, um, save, save money, build credit. Uh, just be aware that you can do this. And it's, it's a open game for anyone that wants to play it. If you're willing to, to get into it and try. And especially if you have good intentions, like you can do that in any field, right? Like as long as you have good intentions, you want to work hard and, um, progress. I don't think any field is necessarily bad, especially if you like it, but real estate is awesome and it benefits all of us. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. To those people that maybe they're a little intimidated to go talk to a loan officer because mm -hmm. it's very transparent of mm -hmm. seeing yeah, all your finances, your credit yeah. score, everything. Yeah. What, what do you have to say to those people? Don't worry. Just be open and transparent. And I think that you know, if you have the fear, it almost self-fulfills itself in your own life more than anywhere else. We we just want to help. We just want to help. Like, wherever you are, there's no judgment or anything like that. We just look at it and we want to start building. And if you're, if you're in a terrible spot, that's fine. Let's start getting you into a better spot. Like, we are 100% about progress and it doesn't matter where you are. So, but, but to like answer that too, again, it's don't hold yourself back. Let us just kind of help you. So I love to give advice. I love to help people. I love to try to see the good in everything. And I, and I think that people that aren't doing quote unquote good, it's, it's not that they're evil or horrible people, probably almost all the time. It's just that they don't know. Yeah. They just are, you know, it's more of a, like an ignorance thing. They just haven't had that opportunity yet. And so we want to be somebody that is there to support them and they can call them a friend or a guide. Mm -hmm. So 
hopefully that answers that question. But and 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 that's an important thing because the fear factor is uh, is what I think keeps a lot of people out of the market, and because they think somehow or another they're going to be embarrassed about where they're at, um, or in some cases they they don't think they actually can. They're not educated enough to know that they can actually get a house, which will bless their lives and give them part of the american dream so what are some of the things um that you have for like personal goals and business goals i've been renting too so like like i said i didn't know anything about real estate technically speaking until i would say that was of value until about a year ago so instead of me buying a house 10 years ago I bought a really sweet Mustang. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You made the right choice. <laughs> I did, because it was, I loved it, man. Every time I was having a, it didn't matter what was going on. If I was driving that car, I was in a good mood. <laughs> Even if my commute or drive was only five minutes, I was happy. <laughs> I was in a better mood, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I... I yeah. say that from experience because I've had a Mustang. So, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, when yeah. I was younger. <laughs> okay. It was a 66, so, you know. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I'm, I'm looking to buy a house right now. In a couple months, I'll, I'll be there. Well, good for you. So what do you see in the future? Is this something you're going to – you think you'll hook on to and stay on to for, oh, yeah. for a long time? Yeah, and so the good thing about being a loan officer, it's like you're not – okay, I've kind of worked out a, a special deal. It took me a little while to convince all the people to let me do this, but um, I sort of – I do more of the marketing. So I'll go out and I'll find leads. I'll find buyers, mm-hmm. and then I will bring them in to, to the to, team. To the team, yeah. exactly. And then they can speak with someone that's smart, that has more knowledge and more guidance and uh, I guess more wisdom in this in this regard that, that we can help them as a team. So I'm like a hawk, you know, I go out and I hunt. <laughs> <laughs> you have a year under your belt, right? Mm-hmm. And that you aren't trying to do this all by yourself, but that you have a team. So you're bringing these leads and that you guys are working as a team yes. for them. Because that, that really does help with your new knowledge, but you're like just gusto to go out there and find new leads and then the people that have a little bit more years. Being a loan officer is, it's a tricky, it's a tricky job in the sense that you're sort of doing everything. You're wearing a lot of different hats. You have to be good with numbers. You have to be able to do a loan. You have to know the guidelines, know the restrictions, the, um, maybe some, some good like tactics, or you have to be able to employ some good tactics to get things done for people. You have to be savvy in that sense. But then you also have to be a people person. You have to make relationships. You have to go and find the deals. And so if you're not balancing your time, I mean, you're not gonna have a, like you might be the most, the best numbers guy. You might know all the ins and outs of a loan. But if you don't have like a very social uh, sales skill, then no one's gonna send you deals unless you make that connection somehow. And I love the guys that that sit in an office and who want to crunch those numbers and are experts at that. And we have a ton of of super good loan officers that are balanced in both regards. It's like they're really good at talking with people and sales, but they're also really good at at getting the loan done. And um, 
So being newer, it's like that the numbers part is is a little harder for me just because, you, you know, it takes time and you have to almost have that that ability or that skill, like a book, kind of a nerdy, yeah. nerdy book skill. But <laughs> I'm not I'm not I could do I, you know, and I and I I I can do my own loans. Right. But I want to be able to run or fly. And I also want to get people in front of experts so they have the best advice. So I enjoy talking to people. I mean, that's what I've been doing for years is trying to hone in my skills on sales and not be a pushy salesman, not be a hypocritical salesman, not be a, like a false um, source of light. I mm -hmm. guess you could say I want to actually shine good light on people and guide them so that they're thankful that they know me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have a word downstairs in our room um, that's called maven, and that's a, a connector. And as you're hearing you talk about things, people really do need that connection with putting them with experts and different things. And so I think that's yeah. huge that you can do your own loans, but that you're also like helping out the team yeah. as well and playing to your strengths. Right. So it, what took me a while was I was doing my own loans at first and, <laughs> you know, coming in like a wrecking ball in some ways, <laughs> right? Just just trying to get it done. And it, it took me a while to convince Mike. Mike Tabla is who will originate my loans now. And he is, a, I want to say like a jack of all trades. He's a guy that he has, he's like an electrician. He's been a, he's been an electrician in the past. He's, he's done, um, he's been an agent, like an insurance agent for years. He owned his own brokerage and stuff like that. And he's just a down to earth, really good human. <laughs> Great sense of humor, fun little quirks. You know what I mean? Just, and, and a heart that wants to help people. And so now there's like six, he's got six or seven loan officers he's going to have a couple more on on just his little team got processors transaction managers and and then as security owned mortgage we have our own underwriters too so we've got the whole system in there okay with security home mortgage we we're a one one shop does it all and um, that team has grown and grown and grown and once we started bringing in other people he was able to to let me do what I wanted to do, which was, I'm going to go find you leads. Like, mm -hmm. I'm going to go find people that you can help. Well, so, Mark, if anybody is wanting to do business with you or your team, how can they contact you? So it's www.ensignmortgages.com. They can submit an application, and then I may make a preliminary phone call, talk to the client, but ultimately, like, the next step is going to be uh, they're going to talk with Mike and, the, and our team. So we're going to guide them and help them out. Well, I can tell you, Stephanie, this is the first time I've ever had anybody in here who's been had a college named after. <laughs> Don't forget, man. We, there was a magazine, too. <laughs> And a peak. That's true. There's a man, peak. Ensign peak. He's got all kinds of stuff here. You can just call me the ensign of the nation. 